Dragon Ball Super, make sure you subscribe. Dragon Ball Super Dope, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Everywhere. I am feeling like a bag of smashed assholes today. And my voice probably sounds like two buttholes rubbing together. Somebody said that to me the other day. We were doing a sound check and they were like, man, that sounds like two butts rubbing together. And I didn't know what the fuck it meant, but I thought it was hilarious. What would two butts rubbing together sound like? That's all I've been thinking about for the last three days. Anyway, in case you can't hear it, uh, yeah, I definitely have gotten uh, ran over by a fucking truck. A flu truck. It's not really a flu. It's more like a, a cold. Uh, running myself ragged the last three weeks. And uh, apparently it finally caught up with me. Uh, you can only do, like, so many fucking weeks of, uh, you know, four hours of sleep a night and, you know, a billion podcasts and a billion gigs. Month of September's been really busy. I'm not complaining. Uh, but it's finally caught up with me. So I uh, I needed to do this episode anyway, though, just because this is, like, the highlight of my week, yo. I love talking to you guys. Why wouldn't I want to do it? This is, like, a good excuse for me to get out of bed. I've slept so much the last fucking few days. We got a lot of things to talk about, Dragon Ball related. Uh, we are going to talk about episode 80 of the dub briefly, only because it's a really Gohan based episode. And if you listen to this show, you know I'm not the biggest Gohan fan. Not to mention, we're starting to get back into that territory of where we started doing episodes of Super Dope. Now we're in the Xeno uh, XO Expo. I think that's what they're calling it X Expo. Uh, the Xeno Expo matches. So. We're not quite at where we started with the podcast, but we're approaching it, man. And uh, format doesn't get a hell of a lot more different. You know what I mean? Like, we're in tournament mode for the next, this was episode 80. So for the next 51 fucking episodes, more or less, we're in tournament mode. I did want to talk about the Dragon Ball manga chapter that came out. I think it was yesterday the translations came out. Um. We've got chapter 40 of the manga. I did want to talk about that a little bit. Some um, Doing a lot of different things with the manga that they did in the anime. Sometimes I dig it. Sometimes I kind of hate it. Um, there were parts of the manga chapter this month that were cool. I think Vegeta had a really cool scene, a much better scene uh, in the manga than I think in the anime. Although I haven't watched the anime since it aired. I'm due for a rewatch on that. Maybe I would change my opinion if I'd watched it more recently. Uh, but I do like the Vegeta uh, scene in the manga, and we'll talk more about it, but I kind of don't like how they treated Tapo and Dispo, and as a result of how they treated those two, what they did to Jiren's character a little bit, I, I don't I don't fucking dig, I don't really dig the manga, uh, but the big news to come out over the last, fuck, I think it was yesterday this came out, fuck, it might have even been this afternoon. We're going to talk about uh, Dragon Ball Super being uh, one of the features at the main stage of Jump Festa 2018, the end of December. Uh, what it could mean, uh, a lot of people came out, in my opinion, prematurely and said the Super anime is coming back. And while I would like nothing more than for that to happen, I think maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit on that. So we'll talk about that too. Before we jump into the anime... Uh, had a lot of people reach out in regards to the Broly podcast that we put up a few days ago. 
and just people, you know, in general who attended the event and shit. It was cool. You know, Super Dope started and we just started throwing shit up on the internet. And I think, I think statistically speaking, our most uh, concentrated states in terms of listenership, and it probably has something to do with overall population of those states. Um, our mo our three biggest uh, listener bases, you know, in, re in regards to individual states, Texas, California, and Florida. Uh, never really thought that maybe we should build a local fan base. I mean, I don't know. I didn't put that much thought into it until we wanted to do a live event, you know, locally here. So now that we've started to build and, you know, make some connections with other people around us in Rhode Island, uh, it's cool, man. A lot of love has been thrown the podcast way. Um, you know, the guys over at Game On in Warwick, uh, specifically Brian, turns out like fucking tons of fun. Carlton is connected with all of those guys because Carlton is mad, uh, invested I guess is the right way to put it uh with a lot of different card games so he after the Broly podcast I was like hey man I met your buddy Brian or I talked to him at least and uh he's like oh yeah game on I haven't been there in a while I'm gonna run up there and all of a sudden Carlton came home with like a fucking complete bin full of the Dragon Ball card game that they play at game on um so I'm, I'm hopeful to work with those guys in the future uh, maybe we'll do a live podcast there that would be cool um also shout out to everybody at game king chris freitas my boy he was the third guy on our podcast last week fried chicken freitas how could you forget him i did my best to edit out some of the chewing that he did of that delicious crunchy chicken uh if you guys haven't listened to that live podcast you should man it <laughs> what a fucking lot of fun that was i can't wait to do one again maybe as soon as november um also wanted to give a quick shout out to my buddy Bryce. He's a listener of the show for a while now. He reached out over the weekend. He put together some cool YouTube graphics for us. Now, uh, that's good in theory for me, right? I guess now I have to figure out how the fuck to best utilize this very cool YouTube loop that Bryce and his girlfriend put together for me. So uh, big ups to them. Thank you, Bryce. I love you, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, also, I would be remiss if I did not mention patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. If you're not keeping up with uh, what we're doing over there, you should, especially if you're into My Hero Academia or you need a second Dragon Ball podcast once a week. Uh, going forward, this is what the release schedule is going to look like for those patrons uh, and people who are considering joining the Patreon. You should help us out. Um, Super Dope still going to be released on Mondays. The My Hero Academia podcast will be released on Tuesdays. And then the OGDB Super Dope, where me and Carlton typically break down uh, old episodes of Dragon Ball. Those are going uh, to be released on Wednesdays. So going forward, Super Dope on Mondays, My Hero on Tuesdays, OGDB Super Dope on Wednesdays. All right, I think that's pretty much all my housekeeping items. Thank you for uh, sticking with me through that. Uh, episode 80. Pretty hard to believe we're already at episode 80 in the dub. Awaken your dormant fighting spirit. Gohan's fight. I honestly don't have a lot to say about this episode. Uh, it's another frustrating example to me about why Gohan is the biggest waste of a character in Dragon Ball ever. Probably ever. He is propped up to have all of the potential to be able to surpass Goku. And, you know, we're going to talk about the manga too later on but the way they're portraying him in the manga 
they're still trying to give him that same kind of uh, clout. It's like, if you just put a little bit of effort in, you could probably surpass Goku. And the way they showcase that in the manga is his fight against Kefla, who is on par, you know, if not exceeding that of a Super Saiyan Blue Goku. So the point is, Gohan with a little bit of fucking effort can be really strong. I like the fact that they make him, you know, blind jazz man uh, pretty early on in the episode and he has to fight with his eyes closed. Otherwise, he would have fucking overpowered that dog and Carlton's fucking furry buddies would be placing a lawsuit on Gohan's ass. So I'm glad that they take his eyes out of commission. You get that weird like purple effect over his eyes and he basically goes daredevil on the people and he heightens his other sentences and eventually he utilizes the Super Saiyan transformation. Now, when, when that first happened, I'm like, huh, I wonder why he's Super Saiyan and not, you know, that mystic form. It's really one of the first times, like, oh, I guess you see it in fucking Resurrection F, right? Eh, I'm talking out of school here. I got a cold. I got a fucking headache. Ugh, miserable. Anyway, Gohan uh, goes Super Saiyan in the middle of this fight with Lavender, uh, basically to be able to have his aura around him act like... Uh, you know, some simply safe home security bullshit. Like if you fucking, you fucking break the barrier, you, uh, not only do I know where you are, but I know what your movement is and I can react and promptly punch you right in the dog face. So I like the fact that there's a, a clever utilization of that. I guess my question is if he did not power up the super saiyan and just stuck with that mystic form, would that still have had the same effect? Probably whatever. I'm talking about shit that doesn't really matter. Um, I also kind of like, but also kind of hate uh, Lavender's voice. Reason being, uh, I pegged him as like a hillbilly on meth last week. I was thinking kind of something along the lines of like Merle Dixon, you know, but like way more amphetamines going through him and maybe some laughing gas on top because the, the chuckles that dude had last week. That's all I could think of. So I'm a little annoyed that that is 100% spot on, more or less, with a dub actor for this. But I'm also kind of cool that I called it with a very limited amount of dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah. Gohan turning purple, like completely purple by the end of it. Both cool and weird and ugly. And I felt like I could feel it. I felt like my skin was bruised. I realized his skin wasn't bruised. It was poison. But I looked at his poison skin and I was like, man, my skin feels bruised. Episode 80. You know, I don't have a ton of, I don't have a ton to say about it. It's, it's a great fight. Uh, it's very entertaining. It's cool to see Gohan get, you know, the shine. Honestly, if we're talking about Gohan in the anime, uh, this might, I think this is a better fight for him than, you know, how he eventually goes out in the actual tournament of power. Um, you know, he and Frieza do have a, a cool team up to take out Dispo, and that was a cool shine moment, but the only reason it worked was because Frieza was there. Uh, this, I think, was probably the kindest episode to Son Gohan in Dragon Ball Super. Um, outside of those two Saiyan episodes where he's just like the most wholesome motherfucker on the planet. Because, <sighs> Dad Gohan's the best Gohan. That's when he's happiest, and that's when I'm happiest for him. Still, kind of a waste of a character. Way to give us a big old cock tease about how powerful he can be and then make him willingly choose the books that he's ran away from his entire life. Sheesh. All right, moving on. 
All right, the Dragon Ball Super Manga Chapter 40 came out. Translations, I think, dropped on Saturday. I want to say the raw shit came out on Thursday. I try not to look at the raw stuff anymore, uh, especially after the Master Roshi UI Jiren thing from last month. Um, that was a big, uh, I don't know, fucking farce. Like, if you don't read Japanese, motherfucker, don't make a React video. How fucking hard is it? Just stay off YouTube, you fucks. <sighs> anyway, a few glaring differentiations in the manga chapter today and some of the events that unfold in the anime, as is par for the course with the majority of the Tournament of Power, okay? Now, there are a couple of things specifically I do want to talk about. I'm not going to uh, do like a... a a breakdown synopsis, you know, fucking beat by beat. Don't like doing it with the animes, if I'm being honest, and I don't fucking like doing it with the comics. I do want to talk about a couple of points that I took away from it, though. First of which is about my boy, Vegeta. Obviously, you knew that. Now, we talked a month, maybe a little bit more than a month, I don't know. We talked a couple of months back, Tops, about how one of the directors for the Broly movie had come out and said that, for whatever reason... Super Saiyan Blue Evolution Vegeta is an anime-only invention. It will not be in the manga, and thus probably not going to be in this movie. It's not, it's not going to be in this movie. Uh, but we do have hints of what that would, or what that ascended form, or however you want to put it, what it looks like in the manga today. We, we see it happen. Now, in the anime, Vegeta achieves this higher level fighting the God of Destruction, Tapo. Biggest glaring difference here is that in the manga, there's no God of Destruction Tapo. And honestly, I hate that. I thought it was really cool that they brought in the God of Destruction. I mean, they've been building him up as, and they, they talk about it in the manga. It's not like it wasn't referenced in the manga that he's a candidate for the God of Destruction for Universe 11. It's not like that was an anime only, you know, little plot line there. But for whatever reason, in the manga, they just chose to fucking ignore it. And I think missed out on a really good opportunity. Um, I mean, the, the anime already did it, right? So I guess, you know, the manga doing something different. I don't think, I mean, I mean they kind of have something to lose, right? It's probably not, in my opinion, it's not as good as what they did with Tapo and Vegeta in the anime. Um, so without a God of Destruction Tapo for Vegeta to achieve this new level against, he doesn't really have anything to, you know, kick him over the edge in, in terms of what makes it happen. Um, he doesn't have one of those, you know, my Vegeta, my family, my planet Earth, I'm a good person now fucking moments like he does in the anime. Uh, he basically sees Goku coming out of UI Omen again. And he's like, that motherfucker. There he goes, exceeding the limits again, making me look like a child. How dare he? I'm a high class Saiyan prince, blah, 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 blah. The same shit we've been hearing for 30 years. And in the middle of his fight with Tapo, as he realizes that Goku is, you know, coming out of this form and he's just like kind of starting to get pissed. He's like, what the hell? I didn't get this new form. I'm going to get my own new form. Fuck that form. For whatever reason, he abandons the fight with Tapo and he goes and gives Jiren a quick run for his money. I mean, really, is it a run for his money? It is Jiren. But Vegeta goes and inflicts some damage. Him and Jiren have a nice exchange about... Uh, you know, more or less how Vegeta felt sort of slighted. You know, Vegeta's very sarcastic. He's like, oh, you acknowledge me. Thanks. Oh, I'm fucking honored. 
And Jiren does, you know, throw a lot of praise his way and says, hey, yeah, you know, besides Goku in his transform state a minute ago, uh, you're the, you know, the only guy who's uh, done any damage. But don't for a second think that you're going to be able to fuck with me, son. Or pal, elbow to the back of your neck. Fucks them all up. So, him powering up, Beerus makes a comment as he's going at Jiren and says, you know, Vegeta's aura has completely changed. Um, you know, and, and, and during the exchange that Vegeta has with Jiren, he's like, fuck you, son. You don't understand the biology of Saiyans. We evolve as we fight. Even though Jiren's like, oh, okay, you're going to evolve into this ultra instinct level. Is that what your plan is? Is that what you think is going to happen? Vegeta tells him, no, I'm a prodigy. I don't like to learn, basically. <laughs> uh, Vegeta basically tells him, I don't have any masters. I'm self-taught. Even my dad didn't teach me shit. My dad didn't teach me how to shave. He didn't teach me how to throw a punch. He didn't teach me dick, okay? I taught myself, and I'm a natural. I'm a prodigy, and I'm about to kick your dick off. He doesn't actually kick his dick off, unfortunately. So there was one other big difference. Uh, and, and not only, you know, it, it has to do with Tapo and the fact that, you know, it doesn't reach this God of Destruction level uh, in the manga at all. It's fucking completely ignored, whatever. When Vegeta bails to go fight Jiren in the middle of his fucking prideful hissy fit, he it kicks Tapo off to like a distant rock floating in the world of Void. So like this piece of the stage that... It's just floating out in the middle of nowhere. And Dispo sees him floating and thinks that he's about to fall. And Dispo jumps out and tries to save him. They jump on the same rock and they float out, I guess, a little bit too far. And Dispo was fighting 17, so he's fucking gassed. And Tapo is, you know, beat the hell up from his fight with Vegeta. And neither of them have the physical capability to be able to jump from this floating piece of the stage back to the main arena. Now, in the anime, Tapo and Vegeta have their thing. Vegeta has that awesome moment and destroys, uh, you know, eliminates, I should say, Tapo. In the, in the case of Dispo, it's Gohan and Frieza have that cool tag team with, like, the, the cage and Gohan fucking double eliminates, right? That was badass, too. In this case here, Neither of them can make the jump back to the main part of the arena, and they call out to Jiren to help them. Now, Jiren is about to fuck up Vegeta and Goku, and they call out to Jiren to help them, and he looks away for a second. Thankfully, that gives Goku the second that he needs to be able to instant transmission to Vegeta, grab him. They're out of harm's way in terms of Jiren's blast. But they reach out, and they call to Jiren. They're like, hey, man, just jump over here real quick and save us. You can do that. You can do that, right? And Frieza's kicking these dudes all around, back and forth. He's shooting finger beam blasts. He's finger banging things. Pow, pow. And he, I, I, I guess we really have to give the elimination of those two to Frieza, I, I think, because he blew up a bunch of rocks that they were floating on. But also, like, Jiren could have totally fucking saved them, right? And didn't. He made the conscious decision. He says it out loud. He says, I don't need you guys to win this. It's fine. And they fucking, the rock splits. They both go either way and they're on the bench. I, not only is it kind of a waste for those two characters, you could have had them go out in a much bigger fashion. I, and we'll talk about why I think they're doing this anyway. Um, but it kind of changes the character of Jiren to me a little bit. Uh, in the case of Dispo and Tapo in the anime, Jiren sees them get eliminated or, 
you know, sees them wind up on the bench and he's like, ah, fucking pathetic, weak. But in most instances in the anime, when Jiren's needed, he would step in and help and protect not only, you know, himself, but the people on his team. Um, I'm namely thinking of, of when Kefla, not, excuse me, um, Kale went legendary Super Saiyan, you know, Berserk style, and he took her out real quick. The Jiren in the manga, I don't think, would do something like that based off of his actions in Chapter 40. Um, he seemed more than okay to lose his two most powerful allies, knowing full well that it's a four-on-one once those two fall. And that not only makes him an arrogant prick, but it, it, it kind of just changes the character a little bit, doesn't it? I'm having a tough time articulating like how it changes it, why it changes it. it he just seems like much more spiteful now, I, I guess. And like, I'd even go as far as to say, you know, immature a little bit. It, it it's it's strange. It's a deviation from what they do in the anime, and I I definitely prefer the anime style. Honestly, as shallow as that character was written in the anime you know, through most of it, except for that one episode where they tried to jam in a big old reason to care about him with his parents dying and shit. As shallow as he was written in the anime, I think I prefer the anime. Um, in the manga, he seems a lot more conversational. He seems a lot more um, willing to pay compliments, at least in, you know, especially in this chapter today. I can't say that I've read every chapter of the manga. Um, I would be lying if I said that, but... I've read the last, whatever, four or five months, and um, what I've seen of, of Jiren in this is that he's a lot more likely to engage a conversation as where Jiren in the anime is like, hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're not worth my time. Get get away. Buzz off. Um, but man, it I don't know. The, letting them go like that when he full well could have saved them. It, it's kind of weird. It's, it's weird to me. Um the other thing that I did want to bring up quickly that's a little bit different, not immensely different, uh, when 17 blows himself up. Now, we know that's going to happen, and, you know, presumably he's going to come back at the end of the tournament, and he's going to win, and we're going to see that motherfucker wish for a yacht and go out with his family and shit. It'll be cool. But he blew himself up in order to, you know, Frieza's basically trying to take on Jiren in order to spare uh, some time for Vegeta and Goku to be able to rest up. And Whis and Beerus even acknowledge it. Like, man, Frieza's really going at this dude, even though he knows, Frieza knows, that he stands no chance against Jiren. 17 gets onto the plan. He's like, oh, I see. You're just trying to spare some time. Uh, you know, save them uh, a little bit of time so to be able to recover. So 17... In the anime, he takes on one of these big jeering blasts that's going right for Goku and Vegeta, and they're doomed, you know, to certain death and all that shit. His barrier uh, takes the brunt of it. Uh, he's able to charge through. He's able to then blow himself up, right? So, blows himself up today in the manga, chapter 40, and he blew up half the motherfucking arena. Like, literally, half. Half of it. How wild was that fucking visual? I love the way that looked. Couldn't fucking believe it. Now, Jiren narrowly escapes getting eliminated by basically being able to land his footing on like an awkward ledge of the you know recently blown up stage. So he barely survives, you know, getting uh, wrung out 
and he's still in play. He's still in the arena. Now we've got Frieza, Vegeta, and Goku. Uh, does 17 come back in the manga? I guess we'll see. Um, I'd like to think that he does. I, I don't know, though. In in my eyes, we've already seen the four versus one today. Uh, it's a little out of order. Um, the four versus one, I feel like, was a little bit later because the four versus one on Jiren, I believe, is when it's after Toppo's eliminated. Yeah, because it's four on one. What am I, fucking stupid? Don't answer that. So now that Toppo and, and Dispo have been eliminated, and then we see 17 immediately blow himself up afterwards, I don't think that's a guarantee that they come back. Maybe Vegeta gets eliminated next in his own dramatic fashion, and Goku and Frieza still combine to be able to eliminate Jiren in the end. I don't know if there's any guarantee. Um... Uh, that 17 was back, although I guess you still need that one dude in the ring, right? I don't know. I think uh, Toyotaro's manga, I don't love it. I don't fucking hate it. I'll still consume it because it's Dragon Ball. Let's be real. Um, to this point, with the Tournament of Power specifically, I prefer the anime. Um, and that's not saying much because parts of the anime in this arc drove me fucking crazy. This part... Uh, the nitty-gritty, you know, toward the end of the Tournament of Power, that was not one of the parts that bored me. Um, early Tournament of Power, when, like when we first fucking started this show, some of that shit bored me to fucking tears. Uh, that TN Sniper episode, Piccolo's arms getting fucking blown off, the way Piccolo was wasted as a character in the fucking entire Tournament of Power, like they eliminated him extra early because they wanted to get a little bit of extra Piccolo commentary from the fucking stands. That shit drove me bananas. I think the real question is, is when does the Tournament of Power in the manga wrap up? And it plays into this next part that we're going to talk about with the Jump Festa 2018 revelation that Dragon Ball Super will be featured on the main stage in terms of announcements. Now, some people rushed out and made the proclamation that because Dragon Ball Super is going to be featured on the main stage... Jump Festa on December 22nd and December 23rd. Those are the dates for Jump Festa this year. I may have said that it happened in November a few weeks back. If I did, I apologize. It's December 22nd and December 23rd. Um, that's a full, what, eight? Eight days after the Broly movie premieres in Japan. So with the assumption that the movie's already out in the theaters and it's, you know, on its way to distribution in other parts of the world, the news on December 22nd is not going to be Broly related. What must that be then? Oh my Lord, if it's main stage at Jump Festa, it's gotta be the announcement of the anime returning in April. Hopefully April. It's gotta be the announcement of the anime returning, whenever the fuck that may be. And it could be. I hope that it is. God, I fucking hope that it is. Trust me. There are a few fucking people on God's green earth that want that announcement to be Dragon Ball Super Anime Returns in 2019 more than I do, okay? I fucking love Dragon Ball. I don't know if you realize, I got a fucking Dragon Ball podcast. And new Dragon Ball is fucking good for business. Not this dub bullshit I gotta fucking muster through once a week. That's not to talk shit on the dubs, but you know, I already watched these episodes. Yo, I want some fresh material. Dubs are doing a great job. Look at me, not shitting on the dubs. Anyway, some people 
came out and said, it's confirmed the Dragon Ball Super anime is returning in 2019. Lest they fucking forget, when the news dropped for the Dragon Ball 2018 movie initially, this was before anything. This was before Shintani. This was before Broly. This was before we had any idea as to what the plot was about. Our first clue that we were getting a movie in 2018 was, I believe, I could be wrong, but I want to say October of 2017, so just about a year ago, when three domain names were registered. Dragon Ball Movie, I think it's Dragon Ball Movie 2018. I could be wrong on what that domain name is, but let's say that's the format, okay? Dragon Ball Movie 2018, Dragon Ball Movie 2019, Dragon Ball Movie 2020. Those domains got registered before they announced they were making a 2018 a movie in 2018. And then, sure enough, they announced we're coming out with a movie in 2018. You guys think they're not going to come out with one in 2019? Pretty sure they will. And I'm thinking a week after uh, the movie premieres in Japan might be the perfect time to say, hey, y'all motherfuckers enjoyed that movie last week? Yeah, we all love that fucking movie. All right, cool. You're going to get another one next year. It really could be that. I think it's a fucking certainty we're getting a movie in 2019. Whether or not that's what the announcement is going to be at Jump Festa, I, I don't know. I hope. I want it more than anybody fucking else. Believe you me. I want it to be an anime. But I think realistically, guys, it might be a movie. Or... The announcement could be a movie. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to like shit on people's fucking parades. Uh, that's definitely not typically what I'm out to do. But I just want to be able to um, let you guys know to temper your expectations a little bit. Let's get to December. Let's see what that announcement is. If it's a fucking series, dude, all hands on deck. Let's get wild. We're about to get some new episodes of Super and we're about to fucking flood the streets with buckwild nudity. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll do something crazy. Probably illegal. Probably crazy. Um, we will be over the fucking moon if the anime comes back next year. But Dragon Ball Super hasn't lost any of its hype uh, over the last six months. So they could realistically release this Broly movie, coast off that for the year, and then start the hype train on movie 2019. That could be the, the process from now on. Um, or the other part that I mentioned earlier with the manga with Tori Taro, it's like it was confirmed in an interview late last year as well that eventually Tori Taro's manga was going to surpass the anime. Now, the anime ended, so... If the manga is going to surpass that, you'd have to think that it goes beyond Plus Ultra. Oh, shit. I've been watching a lot of My Hero Academia. Uh, anyway, you'll have to assume that Toyotaro's story goes past the end of the Tournament of Power. Maybe Toyotaro is going to wrap up the Tournament of Power by, say, the end of the year. Let's say... You know, let's see, September, October, that will be 41. November will be 42. December will be 43. All right, so December, volume 43, the Tournament of Power finally wraps up. Maybe it even wraps up in, in volume 42 in November and then 
43 is the Broly thing or something like that. Some kind of pro cross-promotional manga or something like that. That'd be cool. Um, oh, my God. Imagine if that's the announcement at Jump Festa. <laughs> it's like, yo, you all like that Broly movie last weekend? Dope. Here's a fucking manga version, nerds. You ain't getting no anime, no movie, no nothing. That'd suck. I don't think that'll be it, but <laughs> imagine. Woo. A lot of pissed off fucking fanboys that day. What uh, say Toritaro wraps up the Tournament of Power by uh, November's issue, uh, November's chapter? At that point, what is he going to do? Like, is he going to develop his own story? I fucking hope so. Imagine if the manga just ended and it's like, ah, psyched you out. You have to assume that Toritaro's story will hopefully continue and. It will be, maybe it could be the groundwork for the anime coming back in April. I mean, Toritaro's timeline on the manga and wrapping up this arc coincides really, really well with this Jump Festa announcement, doesn't it? Um, shit, if it came out the 20, 20th of this month, if it comes out around the 20th of each month, December 22nd, that could be either the first tournament, uh, or excuse me, the last uh volume of the tournament of power or it could be the first volume of a brand new arc after the tournament of power how cool would that fucking be and we finally get some new story from tori taro and he's kind of like finally fucking manning the ship on this with you know toriyama approving his storyboards and all that and then with the manga hopefully we get a little bit of a jump on the story um and then the production can get a jump on that as well and maybe they can come back in april or you know, maybe that manga is a long, drawn-out way to promo for the movie in 2019. I don't know. We're in unprecedented territory in terms of, you know, the Dragon Ball flow. You know, uh, it, it always was manga first, anime second. Manga is the canon. The anime has a lot of fun filler, but it's not considered official to the story. Now it's the other way around, man. Imagine if they tried to make like a fucking GT manga after they released some of those fucking stupid, silly episodes at the beginning. Well, this is basically what we're doing with Super. Anime first, manga second. Manga's a loose interpretation at best sometimes. But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm excited. We've got a lot of speculation and a lot of fun conversation definitely uh, over the next uh, couple months. So this December announcement can't fucking get here soon enough man can't wait i don't think it's a series guys i hope it is jesus h christ do i hope that it is but i they don't have to come back man they don't have to you see all the fucking money those guys made last year like 25 fucking percent over the second ranked you know anime properties i think it was however many billion more than gundam like they don't have to make an anime series. They don't have to stress them out with those deadlines every week. They're going to make money without that extra cost. Especially if we all know that they've got another kick-ass movie coming out, hopefully kick-ass, in 2019. I, I don't think it's any guarantee. It's no slam dunk that this will be a uh, super anime returning to TV in 2019 announcement. But Jesus fucking Christ, I hope it is. <sighs> Anyway, that's basically going to do it for Super Dope this week. 
make sure with all this fun ass conversation, let me know what you think. All right. I want to know what you think this 22nd, December 22nd, uh, Dragon Ball Super announcement is going to be. Uh, I want to know what you think. Do you think it's going to be a movie? Do you think it's going to be a new uh, anime? Do you think it's going to be maybe the manga is going to carry the story forward and that's the big announcement that they're going to make? That that could be a cool announcement. I'd be into that. I want to see what's, what it's about. Uh, let me know. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, DB Super Dope, the number one. Instagram, DB Super Dope. Facebook, DB Super Dope. Go like our page on Facebook. That's where I post most of my silly shit because I'm fucking almost 30. Oh. Uh, that's it. Please make sure you rate and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Anything else? Oh, Craig. Craig Glennon, Foolproof. Foolproof Brewery. Uh, we have yet to uh, make our way over to visit Craig at Foolproof, but Foolproof is a fucking delicious beer here in Rhode Island. And our buddy Craig, our fan, he showed up, I guess, fan. Yeah, I'll fuck it. I'll be brave enough to say that. Yeah, fan. He showed up to the live podcast we did last Monday uh, at a skew, and uh, he's trying to get me and Vivian Mike to go drink some fucking beers on the weekends with him. So we are going to take you up on that offer, Craig, sooner rather than later. I might just have to drag tons of fun instead, maybe, because believe it or not, he's way more fun than Mike is most of the time. <sighs> uh, all right, it's going to do it. Super dope. Dude, this cold is whooping my ass. <sighs> That sounded fucking awful.